Hello, everyone. Welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. We're so happy to be back with you guys. We missed you so much. Literally so much. I have been like smiling all day thinking about recording. I know. And we were supposed to do it yesterday, which made it even worse. But now I'm just as excited. I It feels like it's been so much longer than it was. I know I something. So yesterday I was on Reddit or TikTok and I watched a video about the Titan submersible thing. And someone in the comments said it was eight weeks ago. And I was like, there's no way. Oh, was that, And that was, we were talking about that the last time we recorded, right? I don't even know, but it just kind of put things into perspective, but that's kind of the opposite of what you're saying, even though it has felt like pretty long summer's over. It's crazy. I know. It's just that so much has happened since we last recorded. So it's just, I feel like I've lived a few lives. I'm sure you feel the same way. I was we just about to say, yeah. And you and I have been like, Emily and I don't FaceTime each other because Emily doesn't like when I FaceTime her. It's so annoying. Um, <laughs> That's and she, true. <laughs> and she FaceTimed me yesterday and her FaceTime's broken. So this is like us catching up as well. Yeah. But I, feel like I have, I mean, we text obviously, but I haven't even heard about like your vacations and stuff. I know. I mean, we've like kind of like barely touched on your move, but don't worry. We'll, we'll get into it. So yeah. Um, I don't okay. even know where, where, where we should start. I um, moved. I'm living in LA now. I'm in my own apartment and so far loving that it's like, you've made so much progress with decorating already. I feel like. I know. I just got off the phone with Elena and she was like, you've done so much more than I've done in a longer period of time. But it's just like, it's almost that I don't know what else to do with myself. Mm-hmm. And like, if my space is somewhat like, if I feel comfortable in my space, then I will feel better about being across the country, barely knowing anyone. So I think I've just, and it's fun. Like I like doing it. So that's yeah. nice. Um, getting a couch really quickly was nice because I still don't have a bed. So I've been sleeping on an air mattress. I slept on the couch last night, but I woke up to cheddar scratching it at three. I am excited to, yeah, finish it because or not finish it necessarily, but like just get my bedroom done because those rooms are still empty. But there's a rule of thumb too. If you don't decorate your new space within the first couple of weeks, it's not really going to happen. Yeah. There's just like, there's so much good thrifting here that I like can't stop going. It's so much fun. I'm so jealous. Like so, so, so jealous. I keep, I've been going to the same Goodwill like so much over the past couple of weeks and it's been horrible. I feel like there's some good Baltimore ones though. Like, have you been like going to second chance every couple of weeks or whatever or no? Yeah. So I actually got, uh, the couch I'm sitting on from, uh, second chances. We went there the day after we moved in. And we've talked about this in the pod before, but for those who don't know, it's like a football field size warehouse of like anything you could imagine secondhand, like anything except for like clothes and stuff. Um, amazing. It's crazy. So (laughs) Kyle and I moved with no couch, no like plan for a couch. We're like, we'll just find one either on Facebook marketplace. We'll thrift it, whatever. Um, and we found this beautiful couch at this thrift store and the measurements worked out perfectly because in Baltimore, all the doors are narrow as fuck. So um, we were sitting on it. We were looking for the price tag. And this man comes over and he's like, oh, I just bought that couch. Sorry. Like, whatever. Oh, I didn't even um, know so, this. Yeah, it was awful. So then we spent like three hours walking around this warehouse that like obviously no AC. 
It's yes. been so hot because our planet is dying. Mm-hmm. And we finally found this couch and it smelled so bad. Like literally like it was disgusting, but it's in great shape. Like basically brand yeah. new. Um, we went back and forth on it for a while. Cause it was like kind of expensive for a thrifted couch. It was $600. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that the thrifting here is not cheap. Like it's like yeah. so overpriced. So it's like, yeah, I have to look new at new places and on Facebook marketplace too. Cause sometimes it's not worth it. Like I'm not going to spend that much on something old. I don't know. Yeah. Unless it's in like great but shape. 600, 600 for a couch is not that much though. Well, yeah. So, um, it's been about four weeks now. Uh, it still smells. So we're working on that. <laughs> and you cleaned it. You didn't say that, but you cleaned it. You did clean it. We steamed clean it for a couple hours when we first got it. And I've done like the baking soda thing once where you just let baking soda sit on it for a couple hours and that helped. So we're definitely going to do that again, but we've been pretty busy. The other thing is that it, we thought we measured and had everything done correctly. Um, and we went to go put it through our front door. It did not fit. Right. Um, and all we wanted was a fucking couch. We'd been in the house for a couple of days. We're like, we need a couch. So we decided to saw the legs off the couch yeah. to get it through the door. Um, so now she's sitting on furniture risers, which is fine. You can't even tell, mm-hmm. but it's all good. It's working out. It's working progress. I'm sure this is what everyone wanted to hear about is our couches. Yeah. 100%. No, but my couch, I, yeah, I got it from this place and I bought it off the floor. It's, it was not like a, I didn't thrift it. I got it from a furniture store, but -hmm. it was like, I bought the actual one that was in the showroom or whatever. So I could get it right away, which was nice. Yeah. that is. You have to order it and it takes like years. I sat in it. I, I, oh my God, I I was having like the worst couple of days. Just like I kept having horrible luck with random things, like nothing crucial, but just like any little thing that could go wrong was going wrong. And then, yeah. then I sat in the couch and it was like the most comfortable thing in the world. I couldn't, I, I couldn't not buy it. And I didn't even care what I, it is cute, but I didn't even care what it looked like. I couldn't stop smiling. My mom was like, I've never oh, seen you this, this happy oh my in my entire life. So I just got a couch. <laughs> no, literally it was insane. <laughs> I have a photo of me sitting on it in the store, just like smiling ear to ear, but it's so comfortable. So I'm, I'm happy with it obsessed like very soft like my mom was like it's too soft for me but like if you like it so I don't know it's like you sink so Mm -hmm. well I'm so excited I can't wait to plop my butt on that in a couple months cannot wait for your butt to be on it I feel like I need to like come sooner now so I'm just like gonna plant that in your head I kind of feel like that too because I just found out um I live pretty close to I'm trying not to dox myself, but like decently <laughs> close. It's like a popular area, but to Ocean Park is an area. And I was just with Connor there the other day and he was showing me like, that's, I guess, where everyone goes to, to the bars for football season. So I was like, oh, that could be fun. It's like walking distance from my house. Um, mm-hmm. And there's just like, it's like on Main Street and it's a bunch of bars that everyone like, you go from. I guess one bar to one that like turns into a club. So it sounds yeah. really fun. So I was like, and everything that we talk about or everything that I do, I'm like, Oh, I, I just wish my friends could see this or do this. So I'm Aww. like, I do want you guys to come as soon as possible, but like, we'll see. We'll make it work. You're a busy gal. So I, by the way, I'm not, I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, still, I just feel like you have so many trips coming up, but still. Me posting in the Facebook group for friends. Thank you guys all. I still haven't read those comments. So I'm not ignoring you guys. I just have to, 
I have to do a deep. I have to just read them basically. <laughs> and maybe stalk your social media. Right. And see <laughs> who I want to hang with. But most, okay. To be fair, most of them were like, I'm in San Diego and I'm like, would yeah. love to meet you, but it's two hours away. I love you guys to death, but. It's a little far. Yeah. For sure. um, yeah. That's where I got my couch. So that's exciting. Got your couch, got your car, your car made it. Got my car. Car was like a big thing on social media. But I, I mean, okay, everyone's like, you're dumb as fuck. Like, okay. But disagree. It was like, just a miscommunication. And also, like, what was I going to do about it? Like, track them down? No, they're in Mississippi. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, but there's nothing to be done. I think car shipping in general is just really sketchy. So it's like, I don't, people are still asking me questions about it. And I'm like, I think you basically give your car to someone sketchy. They do whatever they want with it for the time being that they have it. And then they get it to you there when they feel like getting it. And they got it to me early. So like, I have zero complaints. If anything, I'm overall very pleased with my interaction with them. Um, But my moving truck still hasn't come. So I have a full moving truck of stuff, which is kind of like, I haven't really been able to organize because I don't really have my clothes. So I'm like, I don't really know how to unpack things yet. So that would be like, what do you, did you just pack a tiny bag before you left of clothes and stuff? Like you just had to guess what you would need. If by tiny bag, you mean checked five suitcases and carried two on. Yeah. Then you're, you're you're fine. You're completely right. Yeah. No, my God. It was actually pretty miserable because yeah, I checked five and then we had two like massive carry on the lady on the plane. Like I had my, I don't know how you say it, but the Shea Mitchell brand base or whatever base is or yeah, whatever Mm -hmm. that one like extends. And when you extend it, it is like oversized for an airplane, but it was, I had to put like all my valuables in there, like jewelry, laptop, like that kind of stuff. Cause I had to like bring this stuff somehow. Um, and I didn't want to put it in my car or a moving truck. So it was like packed completely full. And the flight attendant was like, this bag's oversized. Like, who is this? And I just pretended not to hear her. You can't say anything. I was just like, oh, like, I don't know. Cause it was, and, and with cheddar. So seven bags, cheddar. And then like, I also had my purse and then I was getting on the plane. She was like, you can't have a personal item with your cat. That is your personal item. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And I put it in my mom's bag. Like they were kind of being sticklers on Southwest, but so it was very hard logistically to carry all of them, but then I am glad I have all that shit. Yeah. You're a goddamn soldier. That sounds like a lot. Not that I've touched any of it. It's all still in the suitcases, but no, it's fine. It's all fine. Yeah. Um, maybe we should talk about our vacations. Where did you go again? Um, I spent one week in the Keys at Key Largo, which was nice. Very relaxing. I think it's like a bit of a sleepy town for the Keys. Everything. Yeah, that's gorgeous though. It was stunning. We stayed at um, Baker's K Resort, which was nice. A lot of kids, not as many kids as I, or two more kids than I was anticipating. God, they had an adult pool. Um, But it was, it was nice. It was hot as hell. Um, And then after that, I went and spent a week in Ocean City with my mom. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, thank God. It was only the second time I'd been to Ocean City this summer. So I was craving it, but it was good. I never got to go. I'm like actually sad about it. I didn't go to the beach at all. Now I have a beach to go to, but like I didn't get to go to our beach, you know? Yeah. You couldn't go to Ocean City, but you just had to go to Italy. So I know I feel God awful about it. (laughs) 
Where, yeah. so where, where in Italy did you go? We went to Sardinia, which was beautiful. Very like, um, we were very quiet, like not a lot going on. And mm-hmm. we had to, if we wanted to go anywhere, it was like a pretty far taxi. So we pretty much, that was a cute little hotel with just like one pool. Great start. Absolutely stunning. But then that was probably like my least favorite, not because there was anything wrong with it, just because everything else was amazing. But uh, then we went to, I can't remember. Just give me a, a moment's time. Was uh, it, did you go to France or am I completely made? Okay, that? yes, that was next. Then we went to Corsica, France, which right. I'd never even heard of, but it was absolutely amazing. That was like, it was a really cool hotel. It was on top of a mountain and you did have to walk down 150 steps of stairs to go to the beach, but down the stairs, like the whole way down, there's a bunch of different pools you could go to. So it was very cool. Um, and then we went to Lake Como, which was my favorite because everyone like is always talking about Lake Como and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. But it is actually just like so sick. So yeah, it's all over like wedding talk. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like the most popular or maybe not most popular, but like most desired travel destination or something right now. It was so beautiful. Like, I don't know the lake also just with Italy. I don't know. It was great. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we ended in Venice, which I think we were all like very tired by that point and traveling with 27 people and kids is like exhausting, even when they're not your kids. Um, so I like Venice, so I had fun walking around and it it was nice in like Como and Venice. We were like the other hotels, we were further out to where you couldn't like leave, like there was nowhere to go, but at the, at like the hotel in Lake Como and the hotel in Venice, like I could just walk on my own or I could like go with my brothers and cause it's a big group. And like, I didn't not having alone time for two weeks straight. Cause I roomed with my cousin who I loved and that was amazing, but just like no alone time makes me like really anxious. So that was my only complaint of the trip, yeah, but of course, of course, but it was, it was really great. Well, um, Kyle and I have started adding like European destinations for our honeymoon. So that's all really good to know. So, oh yeah, you should do like Como for sure. Yeah. that's what um, And then he's never been to Italy, so we have to go. Oh, you should do like the Amalfi coast then if you've never, if he's never been. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've never been there. So yeah. It's I've like, been to like, have we talked about how we went there for together for soccer in high school? I feel like it had to have come up by now. And we had to walk the city and matching t-shirts. Like we couldn't even wear cute outfits. Oh my God. And like trigger warning. But at that time that was when, and kind of, we're kind of re-entering this, but like maxi skirts were really, really Yes. Hit. Holy shit. And we all wore like maxi skirts. We had one day where we were allowed to wear our own clothes and we all wore maxi skirts. With like a crop top, like a Chevron crop top, I think is what I wore. I remember putting that on and I was like, this is the cutest fucking outfit I've ever come up with. And I was wearing a gray skirt and like basically the same shirt I'm wearing now, which is like still trendy. Now it's coming back. You're right. It really did. Yeah. But they were like tight maxi skirts. Now it's like a loose flowy like vibe. And they weren't like, you also need to wear them like kind of like low waisted today too. And what mine was as high as it could possibly fucking be. Of course. I'm trying to remember so bad. 
I, in my mind, I thought I was wearing that with the t-shirt that they gave us, but you're right. We wore it on like that dress up day. No, that'd be sick. That would actually be sick. It'd be torture. That would be sick. But it's like maybe something I would do. Probably also imagine me forgetting my sneakers on this trip and having to walk the streets of Italy and snooks like snooks to that trip. I forgot sneakers. I completely did not bring them. Oh, great. Yeah. So I was in those fucking like flimsy ass. Yeah. Basically just like a piece of cardboard. Yeah. I was walking barefoot through the street. If anyone's familiar with Sinooks, <laughs> Snooks or however you say it. Sinooks. Yeah. Not Snooks. Snooks. Yeah. But I mean, those were like our soccer, like slide on. Oh, I'm joining a soccer league. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, this girl asked, this girl asked me to join one and I responded and then she didn't respond to me. So I, I guess I'm not going to join, join with her. Right. Connor was telling me that he wants to join one, but none of his friends played soccer. So we're joining a, a co-ed one together. Oh my God. You're going to blow it out of the water. You're going to be so good. You're going to like, oh, blow it away. I hope, I hope I'm good. I, maybe everyone here is like, everyone here is pretty athletic. It's like a little bit spooky. For some reason, I just feel like they won't take it too seriously over there. I, I can't explain it, but I feel like everyone's just going to like laugh and have a good time. I, just I think it's kind of where, like we were talking about this, like it's very nice to get that aggressive competitive side out in a way yeah. that's like appropriate. Yeah. And I feel like everyone feels the same way. So everyone is everyone that does it like gets competitive. I feel like nationwide no, that's so we'll true. See how it compares. I don't know. Yeah. Cause the, I mean, even like I was at the beach the other day and the volleyball is so intense. So like I, I could never play volleyball cause everyone's so good at beach volleyball here. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that would make sense. It does. But like, I would like to be involved of if course. they would have me. They've got to have some, you know, relaxed leagues. Yeah, I would need like very, very relaxed, like middle school gym relaxed. Yeah, I haven't like really done any moving of my body in a while. I've been going on some walks. Yeah, if you think I've worked out in the past two months, you're wrong. You're dead moving wrong. Moving is a workout though. Like once that moving truck, well, I guess you have helpers. You have people to help you. And movers. Yeah, <laughs> if, movers. Sitting on the, if sitting on the couch and watching them is a, is a workout, then yeah. No, yeah. my mom and I had to carry a lot of furniture. And transparently, this one guy, literally, I was like, is there, I bought a dresser from him on Facebook Marketplace. I was like, is there a lot of steps? Because it's just me and my mom. And like, if it's a heavy dresser, we're not gonna be able to do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's a few steps, but I'll help you. And the drawers come out. I'm like, okay, that's, that should be fine. If, if the drawers come out, it can't be that heavy. Yeah. Um, I go to his place. It's up. Like you walk up a couple steps to get into his place. Then you walk up another flight of steps and, and it's like a pretty long flight. And then you go into his room. He shows me a loft with a stairwell, like width wise, I think like like smaller than like a doors width, like very, very thin loft, like basically a ladder yeah. steps to get up to the loft, And that's where the dresser is. And I have to go up there with him and carry the dresser down. And it's like a big ass dresser. And I mean, is I was the brown one that, you, that you've been posting. What is it? The brown one you've been posting? No, that was from okay. Salvation Army. There's another one in my room. It's just like a very typical, like mid-century modern, like peg leg. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. I can picture it. But yeah. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten it if he was straightforward with me about like where it was. And not to mention there's like a bunch of people sitting around not helping, which is fine. It's like a surfer house. Like there's like a ton of people living there and just vibing out. And it was like kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Horrible. So anyway, that was a workout. And then I bought a couple of things yesterday that I I've had to carry. Uh, Like I had to carry this massive vintage desk in here yesterday on my own. And I, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of hard to carry things as one person. I've realized. Yeah, of course. But like, I have to do it. Like, what else am I going to do? You have no choice. But Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, I was going to say, I've met like some of my neighbors and everyone's been so sweet, but I mean, my neighbor next door, I'm trying not to be loud, is like 90 years old. So I would never ask her to. Oh, she probably can't even hear you then. If she's that old, it's fine. No, she's she's a queen. She, she, I don't know. She's pretty active. So maybe she could help me. Who knows? Well, that's uh, always good. I've got one neighbor to my right that I love also an old woman keeping my voice down. Right. Um, and then to my left, I have a neighbor. I think who hates my guts. Why? Well, I was blocking the alley one day trying to move some furniture. He's honking. I didn't know he lived right next to me. He had his windows down and just literally kept honking. And I'm standing on my steps like, so sorry. Just got to move a couple more things. Then I'll yeah. be done. He had just told me he lived next door. I would have moved the car. Um, And then found out he's a, a, a podcast as well. And he was late for his podcasting because my other neighbor from across the street came out. It was a whole thing. It's fine. Oh, did you bond about having a podcast? No, because I really wanted to resist the urge of just being like, I know I get it because I don't get it. They're like two old men too. Like, what do you have to say? What do you have to contribute? What do, we have nothing to say at all. Yeah, I know, but we're like young women in our like mid twenties. We're supposed to have a podcast. Right. We're the, yeah. The only demographic that's supposed to have one and also the most annoying demographic to have one. <laughs> we're just oversaturating like the podcast networks. It just makes the most sense that we have one. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, as a woman in in my 20s, I downloaded Hinge when I got here and I was like so excited because I told people in my comment section, I would talk about this on here. I downloaded Hinge and I was so excited um, because like at home, I downloaded it, but I was like, I can't really do anything with it. I don't want to date anyone here. And I, you know, at home, like the likes are rolling in. Like it's, you know, like, and I'm not saying that in a cocky way. That's fucking, it's everyone. Um, I come here like hours go by, not a like to be seen. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, obviously I know that I am not an LA 10 by any means, but like, I think it's kind of an Ole Miss situation where the guys think they, they can get like the hottest girl in the world. So they're not even like willing to, I don't know. And then I got- no, it makes sense. Like, that's a real thing. Like you're a, like you could be a, a, Maryland where we are like you could be a Maryland 10 but you go to New York and you're like a six of course and I'm experiencing that and it was incredibly humbling and it's fine but it did like I shouldn't have downloaded it right away because I was like oh I have to have a major self-esteem readjustment here Mm -hmm. so I've had that adjustment now and I was able to download Bumble which I immediately got thousands of likes which helped but of course you know male validation I whatever but and then I had a couple matches on Hinge. I messaged them first. No one answered me. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I, one of them went to University of Maryland. I was like, perf, like, didn't answer me. Completely fine. Anyway, I met a guy on 
Bumble that wants to hang out tomorrow night, but he, I think might murder me. So I'll let you guys know about him. And he's like very weird about like keeping it a secret. Oh my God. (laughs) So like he said, like, I'm trusting you pretty much like with, so anyway, I'm, I'm telling you guys on this podcast. So, you know, if I do die and because like, I, I'm kind of like, fuck you. I'm betraying your trust. It's has he like, are you guys meeting in a public place or public place? His, his place. Yeah. (laughs) right. Publicly private. (laughs) Um, no, I don't know if I'll go. I haven't texted him back today because he's very intense. It's like, but okay, okay but you can, this is insane. But you can understand why it's a little bit intriguing, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> because he's hot, he's in his 30s, and I guess like he can't kill you because there is like a pretty big digital footprint, especially now that we have this. I don't I'll send you some screenshots. I don't think he wants to kill me. I just think he's weird. But That's it's a fine line, like weird and murderer are always. I was going to say it's one or the other, right? And they do they have some overlap as well. So, anyways, I'll keep you guys updated on him. Although he specifically told me not to like talk about it publicly because he found out I was an, I was an influencer. But my podcast is much more niche, so like <laughs> you're not providing any like giveaway information on him too. So it's fine. It's so fine. Yeah, I could be talking about someone else. Yeah, so I don't know. But, well, he did. He was just like, I want to see you Thursday. And I said, I don't have like my apartment's not done. Like my place is off limits. And he was like, you can come here. So it wasn't like he was like trying to get me to go to his place. Oh, okay. That's good. Oh, it's fine then. You're fine. Go ahead. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'm so nervous though. I feel like he could be spooky, you know? And then there's like no whatever. Mom, don't listen. Mimi, don't listen. No <laughs> it's so fun that we're now gonna get this like segment on the podcast of your adventures. I want to do it like weekly because I don't really, I don't know. I I have a, actually I have an advice that we'll talk about exactly how I'm feeling because this girl's feeling exactly how I'm feeling. So should we do that or did we not do a long enough intro for not recording for weeks on end? Um, I mean, like, I don't really feel like there's not much else to say. Uh, (laughs) I mean, there's so much I could say. We could do this forever, but I don't want to keep them them yeah, I want, I, yeah I want to tell story we'll do um a little bit more we'll talk about like the shows we're watching and stuff on the patreon episode for this month we're going to record that after this but I don't have a tv transparently I don't have my tvs yet so I haven't really been watching much tv just an absurd amount of tiktok to fall asleep instead yeah um so I I'm kind of keeping up with like I didn't really finish love island uk and I'm behind on Love Island US and I'm behind on the summer I turn pretty, but we will, we'll talk, we'll touch on those on the Patreon. Yeah, this is the most amount of TV I think I've ever watched over the course of like two months. So I'm, I'm ready to discuss. Oh my God. I'm literally so proud of you. I know. In my I, mean, life. I had to pick up like a second part-time job after we put this one on hold. So yeah, Made for sure. Okay. I'm going to read this girl's advice. Um, <laughs> All right. I broke up with my boyfriend of two years, almost a year ago now, and it feels like it won't get any better. I don't want to be with him at all, but, and it was a borderline abusive relationship, but it feels like I'll never find someone else who wants to be with me. I feel like I'm a great girl with a lot to offer, but every man nowadays has commitment issues or wants to just hook up. I've gone on so many dates and every time it ends the same, me liking him, him being afraid of commitment, 
or not liking me. I can't help but feel like it's me when all my friends are in healthy, happy relationships and I can't even find a man who likes me. I'm never the one to end something. It's always them. I don't need a man to feel complete, but I want a partner. I want to love someone. I want them to love me. Is this every man in 2023 or or am I just attracting bad men? It's so disheartening. Even the men I think are super nice, but ugly, respectfully, still fuck me over. Love you girls to death, of course. But anyway, I just read that and I was like, I. it's like with me and my past relationship, it's like, I don't obviously missing him, of course, but like, it's not that I want that. It's like, I just really, really miss having a partner. And now even like, even the guys I'm talking, I haven't really been talking to any guys, but the guys I'm talking to, like, they're like, I had to really lower my standards on even just dating apps to like ugly ass men, because like men are really out here, like thinking they deserve a 15. I don't know. I feel like it comes with, I don't know, the time of year too. I feel like boys are like, oh my God, it's summer. Like can't be tied down. Mm, Hopefully. Yeah, yeah I don't... They're, they're also like it's like the age of feminism too so you'd think they would like kind of like catch on a little bit I don't know literally and themselves yeah and <laughs> the funny thing is is that I mean I haven't I don't have the exact same experience because she said she's been like going on a bunch of dates and stuff and mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet but something tells me I'm going to be having a very similar experience in LA because based on all of my like everyone I know here and their experience. Yeah. Um, cause Brooke told me she was like, hinge here is awful. Like I deleted it. Like you don't want it. I, I believed her, but I was like, you're being dramatic. She's right. right. Um, but I, anyway, I just relate to that because it's just so weird being in a relationship for so long. And then I don't know. Coming on and not having someone to relay every thought. Yes. I don't know who to like. And it's like random things I want to just send a photo of or like Mm -hmm. even with moving and stuff. It's like weird doing everything alone after not doing things alone for so long. So I get that. But what was the question? What was the advice I could give? I feel like just keep up the keep up the confidence. Like she said, like, I know I'm a good partner. I know like I, you know, I'm a good person, but yeah, but it's not her. It's, it's never us. It's never us. It's never a woman's fault for sure. No. But I think just keep that up in that, like, that's kind of my, that's what I want to be my mindset, you know, until you get rejected. It's like, I mean, if someone rejects you, I want to just be like, oh, they're lost. But also then it's easy to say that, but then harder to feel it. But I feel like just keep that mindset and keep mm-hmm. dating, I guess, which is sounds horrible, but I seriously, like, I can't stop talking about it specifically on this podcast. What you said, like you just went through like the worst, mm-hmm. like everyone goes through like such this, such a big heartbreak that like, if a man rejects you or is an asshole to you, like, you're like, okay, whatever. Exactly. And I feel like she's women need to that. That, but then it, it does, I'm sure just get to a point where it's like also just frustrating as fuck. Like, yeah. Like, when it's repetitive and over and over again. I know, but you just got to keep trucking along. I think that's when you find the one, it'll be worth it. Yeah. Just like you did at senior prom. Right. I went through so many men in high school. Hell and back. I'm the one. Dating experience. It was so worth it. No, I'm, I'm expecting to get my life ruined like a couple of times, but I also want to like ruin a couple of lives, you know? Yeah. And you will for sure. 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you. What the fuck am I going to do when my daughter's like, mom, I need dating advice. I'm going to be like, girl, (laughs) tell her to call me. That's so true. And I'll tell her to go hang out with a old man at his place. Right. Right. Oh my God. I wonder what, what, what's going to exist in like 20 years for like, like dating, like for dating apps. You know what I mean? It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Hopefully there's some better hinge prompts or something. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I have an advice as well, and it's like pretty unserious, but I thought it was funny and right. something that I personally could relate to. Okay, great. Um, okay. Uh, hey besties, love the pod so much. Of course, you guys are awesome. This pod has gotten me through many a long drive to and from school and now to and from work. I just graduated in May and started my big girl job last last week. My boss was on vacation for my first week and I got to meet everyone around the office while she was gone. My temporary boss was super nice and always let me introduce myself, emphasizing that he wanted to make sure he pronounced my name correctly. It's not a complicated name, Alana, but many people pronounce it Alana, which transparently when I first read the story, of course, I said Alana instead of Alana. Yeah. Um, but many people pronounce it Alana or Alana, and I pronounce it like Atlanta without the T's or rhyming with banana. People struggle with it, but I can tell when people care to get it right. And everyone so far has been really nice and emphasizing they want me to correct them. Now, fast forward to this week, my real boss gets back and has started introducing me to the people I'll be working with by the wrong name. And now it's confusing people who had gotten my name right last week. She simply has not asked me how to pronounce my name, and I simply can't correct her in front of other people, so I don't know what to do. At this point, I'm just accepting my new name and rolling with it. Otherwise, I really like my boss, but this name thing is really getting to me, so I don't know if I should just tell her or just try and say my own name out loud around her as much as possible to see if she gets the hint. We're both women in engineering, so it's like, bestie, please, we need to stick together. Any advice is appreciated. I'm considering changing my name to something easier permanently. Maybe Anna. Sorry about this. Thanks, guys. All the peace and love, of course. Mm. I just <laughs> like that's something I absolutely fucking would do. I've never correct like someone in a higher power than me my first year post grad. Well, it's like, and and it seems like she tried to correct people in the beginning. So it's like she was doing it, but then it got to a point where like she couldn't because it was just happening too much. Yeah. So she, her old boss or her temporary boss was like, this is, yeah, she was introducing herself and now her new boss is back and like, doesn't know how to say her name. And I guess, I mean, this was back in, this is like back in June. So I'm Mm -hmm. actually dying for an update if she's just decided to go with it or if she ended up correcting her boss. Because like her idea of saying her own name, like, I guess you could if you had to introduce yourself, you could, you could, but also like, it's hard to say your own name a bunch. Like you don't just say your own name in conversation, you know? Yeah. That's what I was, I was trying to think of like a, uh, a normal way to like bring it up in conversation. Mm-hmm. I would say I would, you would have to like relay a conversation between so, so-and-so like between other people than when they were talking about you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. It's also hard because you don't want to make, or I don't know if maybe she's a bitch or something, but like, you don't want to make her feel bad too. Cause now I feel like, oh, by the way, it's actually Alana. Then she's like, oh, she's going to be like, oh shit. I just told a million people this for months. I I also feel like that might be the only solution because like, it's your name. Like who cares if it makes her feel bad? She'll feel bad for like a minute. Yeah. I mean, of course my advice is to just say it, but I do understand like the too far gone feeling, Mm -hmm. 
but it is your name and it's where you're working every single day. So I think you're, <laughs> it you're name, it's your job. It's your livelihood. It's your coworkers. And she's a woman in engineering. She's at engineering, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she'll, she'll probably hopefully support you. Yeah. Your name. Like I said, that was pretty unserious, but I guess it's actually pretty serious when you think about it. Right. It's your identity. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm dying for an update to see what she decided to do. When she said she was considering changing her name to Anna, I was like, oh my God. I know. Too much. All right. I have another advice, actually. We're just full of full of advice today. I think one of mine uh is a story that like trickles into an advice as well. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as background, I've been dating John for almost two years now, and we just graduated college this May. We aren't living together because of our job locations and also wanted to live with friends. We're about medium distance, less than two hours, which I'm not really worried about. We've talked about things like our future together, living together, getting married, our goals, etc. He's obviously met my parents a bunch. They love him and has met my immediate family a handful of times, which I wish we've all hung out more. But between my siblings, real life schedules, our senior year of college, um, it was hard to time some things up. John is quieter than my siblings and myself, I guess, but is always nice and polite to them. And I've never felt observed or heard about any issue between them. We always have fun together, but I can tell he is just extra shy around them. And before we see them, I'm always like, remember to talk, LOL. <laughs> One night my old out with my older sister, 10 years older than me, she was really drunk and was asking things like, if John was here, would he have fun or would he be weird? And later I ended up basically asking all this stuff like, am I sure, like, Am I sure about the relationship basically? And thanks. I just need a few years to be single when I've been single, basically my whole life, LOL. And just essentially saying things along the lines of her thinking John brings me down and I can do better. Now I just can't stop thinking about what she said because it's not like I want to date, eventually marry someone my sister and maybe other siblings don't like. And I feel like it's really clouding my judgment and now I'm trying to convince myself to agree with her, but I don't. I've never had like waver in thought about John and he's not... It's not one of those situations where I'm blinded to his faults. Like we've had some issues that we're able to communicate well and get through. So I'm confident in that too. I just don't know. What are your thoughts, ideas on having him feel more comfortable and being himself around them? Have you had boyfriends like that? Am I wrong to think that just because our outward personalities are different, it's fine. Do I tell him what she thinks? So those are all her questions about the situation. So it's basically just the typical question of like, if your family doesn't like someone, like, what do you, how do you move forward? You know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like in this case, he doesn't sound like he's a bad boyfriend. You know, he's just a little introverted. I think he's just shy. And like your sister thinking he's like shy and maybe a little not like weird, not in a bad way, just like maybe a little bit, I don't know, a little bit weird in, in like public situations doesn't make him a bad boyfriend. And I don't think that you should feel bad about it. And I don't think you should tell him either. No, I wouldn't tell him because if anything, I'll just clam him up even more. <laughs> around your family. How long have they been together for? Sorry. I think she said two years. Yeah. And she's and she answered her own question because um yeah she said almost two years. She said like she's sure about everything and she's never wavered. So I'm like if you're and even if they've had issues and worked through them like if you're good on it then I if it was something horrible and your whole family was like he's the worst then like yeah but it's just your sister being like Oh, you can find someone more fun, you know? Yeah. I feel like I, like I'm thinking about with Kyle's family, like wasn't really fully myself for a while. 
Yeah. Especially if you don't live near each other and it's not like constant hanging out, you know? Yeah. Like I, I truly feel like, cause I lived with them during quarantine and that was when I was like fully able to like feel like 100% comfortable. And that had been after like four years. Cause yeah, Kyle and I were doing long distance too. So it's not like I was, I was really only seeing them during summer and winter break. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause I, I feel like that too. Yeah. Like I haven't really been comfortable around families until like you spend extended periods of time with them, like going on trips and stuff or that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And you obviously always want to, you know, be on your best behavior and impress them and like, look like the right partner for their kid. So Mm -hmm. he, he sounds like he maybe is a bit of an overthinker too. So definitely would not say anything that would send me into a spiral. Oh my God. I know. I know. Especially because it's just, it's literally just a matter of him being like a little bit quiet. I'm like, I'm in Kyle's family's group chat and I'm like dead fucking silent. And that's still, it's been seven years. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I hardly like interact with anything. I know. And it's like, if you were completely, I don't know if he was, it's like a fine line because if you're really outgoing when you meet someone's family and like really like exactly yourself, sometimes it can be like a bit much. I feel like you hold back at first. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's fine personally. And I was trying to think like if I've ever, I think like I've definitely dated people where I'm like worried about them in social settings where I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, like they don't carry themselves. Yeah completely and I'm like but I don't think it's a problem necessarily like you can be different in social settings it can be like a little bit frustrating that you have to like worry about them but also I don't think it's like a deal breaker at all like I think sometimes you guys just function differently you know it's just whether or not you care enough to like want to be able to take that on and worry about them in social settings and if you love them enough and want to do it then it's fine yeah there is someone singing so loud right outside my house right now. Oh, I, I oh it's the male lady, I think. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, no, I think you're fine. Stop stressing about it. That's my advice. Yeah. Sounds oh, like I you. also was going to, I don't know if I told you guys. Uh, my apartment does not have AC. I'm sweating my ass off right now. Do you see my glistening face? I thought that's just your dewy, glowy, beautiful skin. No, not this latest. It's sweat. I have a blanket on because I can't sit without a blanket. You know this. But yeah, obviously. Obviously. Whew. That is something that I've like really enjoyed. Oh, it's the Amazon lady. She just drove by. Um, that is something that like I no longer have to fight with roommates over the thermostat, which is great. Oh, what are you keeping it on these days? Um, well, you would hate it. Uh, 67. That is fucking psychotic. And you're I like wake up in the middle of the night, still sweating my ass off though. It's horrible. I think it's my duvet. 67 is psychotic and your energy bill has to be crazy. You know what? I will, I'll pay for the air. I will pay for the air. Interesting. I'm like annoyed because I bought a window unit that I'm going to install and I'm annoyed that I have to pay for that. Like I pay for the energy that that puts out. Because it really is fine. Like for if the windows are open, it's fine. But here's my dilemma. Like, am I just supposed to have my windows open 24 seven? You know, I just feel like it's a little dangerous. Yeah. Especially as yeah, a woman living by herself. No, you can't do that. Well, that's what I've been doing, but I, I don't want to necessarily always have to do that. So I don't know. 
I think it, if it wasn't like dead summer, I mean, I guess it's almost not summer, which is depressing, but it would be fine. But it's like hot right now. Well, yeah. What? Of course, I have to keep my house this cool because we're record, you know, heat waves throughout the country. So I'm supposed to. Yeah, it's almost fall. Is the temperature the same here as it is there? I don't know. The temperature was like massively different last week in Ocean City. So and that was three hours away. It's been like 75 every day here. It's 76. What? It's been in the 90s. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's disgusting. Like, I don't even want to be outside. Did you guys go to the actual beach a lot in Ocean City? Well, I guess you were yeah. there for the full week. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, like, every day. It was glorious. It was beautiful. Oh, jealous. Um, there's something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I was say because Falls almost here because Duncan brought pumpkin back today. <laughs> So, oh my God, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Which that like, I, sponsor. I didn't even know. I'm like, once pumpkin's back somewhere, I'm going to get it. But I like can't because it's so fucking hot. It's disgusting. Um, it's all, I can well, talk I, about. It's all anyone can talk about is the fucking heat. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard anyone talk about the heat. That's probably because I'm in sales. So I open up every conversation with the weather. Oh, that's definitely why I'm like, I don't, ta- I don't think I talk about the weather like that. Well, no, it's because I'm talking to middle-aged men on the phone. Also, so yeah. like, how's the weather over there? It's hot over here. Right. Right. Let's sell more plastic and just make it hotter. It's fine. How's work by the way? Yeah. Work is work. You know, yeah. are you selling a lot of plastic? No, honestly, no. <laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry. Well, everyone's so not to like, become um an economist right now but everyone's so poor because everything's so expensive so no one's buying anything so no one's manufacturing anything so. oh my god but is yeah. it like is, isn't it kind of not the right season too for you um, or summers are usually pretty slow yeah because everyone in plastics just takes off I mean I was just off for two weeks right so yeah maybe in the fall it'll be better but I also like I'm so fine to do the bare minimum all the time. Right. And if it's your, if your boss is listening, of course that's not true. No, I'm the hardest worker ever. My, mm-hmm. one of my boss was actually at last week and maybe even the week before when I was gone. So I don't even think he knew I was at the office for two weeks. So it's fine. It's all fine. And you don't have to tell them it's none of their business. No. It's only their business, but Hey, I'm on commission. I control my salary. So it's fine. If I'm happy with what I'm making, then that should be okay with them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them girl. And plus this job pays really, really well, this podcasting job. So yes, we rake in the money. A lot of F-bombs on this episode. I'm so sorry, you guys. Really? I feel like I haven't dropped many. Oh, so out of my mouth. Okay. Perfect. So, uh, I miss, I miss podcasting in person. Honestly, the zoom is kind of throwing me off a bit. Dude, I know it's crazy. And we still haven't gotten better mics. So hopefully it sounds okay. You guys, but we, I I'm going to do my research here because now I am around so many people with podcasts that I can just like ask which mic to buy and we can, and I can hopefully get someone to just tell me how to set it up and we'll be good to yeah. do some industry research. Yes, a bit of networking, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, well, I think I'm gonna read a story. Right. That's cool. Absolutely. Thank you. 
There are so many things I want to talk about though, that I was um, thinking of, sorry, transparently, I, I zoned out on the last story you read just for like a quick second. Oh my God. So it's just like, there's so like, I want to talk about 1989 Taylor's version. I want to talk about the Barbie movie. I forgot Um, about Taylor Swift and the Barbie movie. So, I mean, we can touch on all of that on like Patreon or like even save it for another episode because I don't want this. I think we should talk about it now. Oh, okay. Perfect. I would love that. Wait, but I don't have that much to say about Taylor other than. Oh. I did think that everyone was being delusional. So I was proved wrong. Um, which I usually am because I'm such, I think I'm just like skeptical about everything. I really didn't yeah. think do it this soon though. It, this might be like biased because we're kind of a part of the fandom, but like Swifties are, are crazy when it comes to Easter eggs and hints, but also like Taylor's crazy too, because she gives them out. Of so and people are usually right. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. There was, a, you know, all those theories about the first L.A. show when Rare Beauty invited everyone. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, she's going to do it then. And she's going to have Selena out and Selena's going to be a feature um, on the Vol- one of the Volt tracks, which could still be real. I, someone said that Halsey is rumored to be featured because she was at the last show where they announced it. And Taylor and Halsey have sang Shake It Off together before, which would be mm. fucking crazy um that would be cool yeah I didn't really think I kind of believed everyone I mean I was telling I was with my mom and Kyle and I was like it's happening it's happening it's happening and they're like you're insane you're crazy it's not happening I mean the things that everyone was saying were like completely valid so I was like there's a good chance but I just didn't really think it would be this soon after speak now and yeah I woke up that morning immediately and I, I think when I woke up, because my body's been so confused because I got back from Europe and I hadn't adjusted from that. So at home, I was waking up at like 5 a.m. Yeah. And then I moved here, which is even earlier. So then I was waking up at like, I've been waking up at like 4 a.m. And then like, now I wake up at like 6 a.m., which has been mm-hmm. kind of nice because I go to bed really early and I wake up really early and I'm like, this is the new me. I'm just going to try to ride this out, but I'm sure it'll yeah. be over soon. <laughs> but um. Like when I woke up, like it had just happened. And I, so I had to process it like on my own, like in my bed, like it was kind of a weird experience But I, I was like in disbelief. I was like, oh my God, like they were right. Just like in the middle of the night looking at it. Yeah. I, know that I was happened. a live stream, but I was at the beach and I was just so tired. And I was like, there's just no whole way I could stay up for this. Yeah, I know. I, well, i checked I think I looked at something to see if you were still up I might have texted actually you you did I think you did oh and then Alicia was on a cruise so she didn't even know that 1989 came out which is wild or not I I kept thinking that all the people that like didn't have like cell reception anywhere people on cruises like our friend Alicia crazy literally wild sorry I had to walk and get my computer charger no, you're fine. Um, what else was I going to say? I can't remember. It was about Taylor. Oh, um, someone tweeted this, which I thought was interesting that they thought that they should have released or that Taylor should have released 1989 in the summer because it's more of a summer album. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that would have been really fun and like, I would have enjoyed that, but personally, I'm so happy to have speak now. So I can't even get my input on it. 
Yeah, I associate 1989 with the fall because that's when it came out when we were in high school. So it's like all we listen to. Oh, honestly, that's true. The album cover is like so summery though. Yeah, the seagulls. It's like so she's fitting right into that coastal trend that everyone's loving. I am like annoyed about I saw Sally Dara post this and I probably wouldn't have even had the thought. Mm -hmm. But it is weird that she put like the put 1989 on it and none of the other ones none of the new taylor's versions have text on it i didn't even think about that yeah so when you look at them all together like all the other ones look the same and that one has 19 it's just like a little bit i'm just interested in it about i mean yeah i guess even like i mean does the old yeah, the old fearless has it. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so interesting. Yeah. But that kind of fucks with the aesthetic, but whatever. She can do whatever. I she know. Wants. That was the only thing. It's like when you put them all together, it just looks Sally Dar photoshopped it out and it looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> she wait, she owns Lover, right? Or no? Yeah, she owns Lover. It's her first yes. album she owns. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was gonna say folklore evermore don't have writing on them either. And she owns those. I guess Midnight's has it on them as well. Mm. very interesting um but yeah I mean it would have been nice to have 99 for the summer because it is such like I mean it's the greatest pop album of all time and right in the fall would have been great too because I find it just as dimensional as red and red is such a fall album but it's fine I'll survive yeah I- I'm excited about it I can't believe I came I moved here literally a day after all of her LA shows like I should should have thought that through you know so she has not posted since her la shows she's not posted anything on instagram and she was religiously posting after every weekend and she just finished her first u.s like the tour and has not posted on instagram oh i didn't even know that yeah i think it's really really interesting everyone i mean i only know it because of stan twitter um and everyone's oh, saying that her, her and carly claus like ran off somewhere and they're just oh like in God. hiding she probably just wants a fucking break yeah, it's I guess it's been, it's been almost two weeks, though. I get, like, waiting yeah, a couple days. Bit. Yeah, that is strange. I didn't realize that, I guess. Yeah, so they think that, I mean, it's been exactly a week, I guess. Yeah, because it was last Wednesday was the last show, or was it the 10th? Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, it's been a while. Hmm. Maybe, so. and, oh, oh, we should probably say that we did not get tickets to the next leg and I also didn't sign up for the thing so it's kind of my fault as well I mean, it's fine. you were you were literally in another part of the world I know but it would well when I tried to do it it wasn't working which was happening to a lot of people and then I just I thought I had more time and then I forgot to do it so I'm I'm so sorry I felt like I let you down no it's fine I mean I signed up and they told me to go fuck myself so right <laughs> they probably would have told me that too because I feel like I had even, I mean, I don't think this plays into it, but like, because I had already gotten it, I don't yeah. know if that, then maybe it's someone else's turn, you know? Like That's I what I thought because they, the first time they also told me to go F myself. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, this time around, they're going to be like, welcome in. Here's yeah, your cat. They were able to tell you that again. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I know there's a lot going on in the world and I know like Joe Biden's got a lot on his plate, but I really think he needs to start prioritizing, like getting concert tickets and making it easier. Yeah. I thought you were going to say women. 
<laughs> women need to start prioritizing. He needs to start prioritizing women. Prioritizing women. I mean, that too. I mean, you want to oh, take right. away reproductive rights last summer. Mm-hmm. Now we can't even like get chosen to go to a Taylor Swift show. We have like a yeah. big conglomerate picket for us. It's not fair. Yeah. It has really been the summer of girls and this is a fun summer, even though I feel like we didn't get like, I wish I had more time with friends, honestly, because I feel like I like traveled a lot of it and then moved, but it was a good summer, you know, and I feel like I'll remember it for a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, we went through a lot of big changes too. Mm -hmm. I also feel like just women on the internet right now, it is such a safe, safe space. Like everyone is so supportive. Like all those videos that came out right after the Barbie movie of like all the montages, everyone was like freaking out about those and like commenting like the cutest, the most nice things. I don't know. I just feel like anytime I see a woman anywhere ever, I'm just like, love you so much. I understand you. Yeah. I want the best for you always. I know. I feel the same way. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? It's going to drive me nuts. No, it's fine. I just think Taylor Swift and Barbie have a lot to do with that too. And also like us being hitting our mid twenties, like going through big changes, like realize we're like growing up, but we're still like hanging on. We're like, I don't know. We still have our girlhood. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a girl forever. You're about to be like married and having babies and I'm going to be just a girl like forever. No, I might like the babies. I don't know. I can't even talk about that. I'm going to have a girl and I'm going to still be a girl. I'm going to be a girl having a girl. No, you're not going to have a girl. You're going to have a boy. You're such a boy. I need you to stop saying that because Elena said that when she was at the beach with me last week. And I seriously, I got so mad. You guys, that's my biggest fear in life is becoming a boy mom. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously same. (laughs) If I, I'm pretty sure I was drunk one night at the beach and I like started crying to Kyle. Like if I don't have a girl, what's the point? Yeah, of course. That's exactly how I feel. I don't even want a baby if it's not a girl. And I know you're supposed to be accepting of all babies. Like pregnancy is a gift, but it's also like, it's kind of a curse as well. So it's, yeah, no, I, I've um had two nights in a row, two dreams. I dreamt two nights in a row. Oh my God that I was pregnant and each one it was, it wasn't, they weren't good dreams. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. I just like, can't help but feel like with being surrounded by kids for my two week trip, like, and I love all the kids, you know, but it's just like so stressful on the moms and it's like so claustrophobic. Like I cannot imagine, like, it's just crazy. Yeah. I just want to do what I want to do all the time. And I don't want to have to worry about someone else. Yeah. And it's like, it's more than it's worrying about every single thing about someone else. Like what they eat, what, where they, like how they move. Like, it's crazy. I can't. We just, we just lost every single mom listener. (laughs) Well, it's not even necessarily It's just like, I so don't feel ready for that. Cause it like, it shouldn't make me feel claustrophobic probably. Yeah. I think moms would agree with that. It's just like, like, and we had three toddlers on the trip, literally my favorite babies in the world. They're so, so sweet. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm obsessed. I like love babies and yeah, but they are at the age where like a two week Europe vacation where 
they're at the age where they are running around like yeah. everywhere, which was, and like, they were just like, chase, everyone was just chasing yes. them all the time, which was yes. like so fun, but also just, I can't oh imagine God. very Speaking Oh, of Nyla children. just popped up. Emily's daughter. Hear me, hear me speaking with the kids. She said, I no, I have to be the only one. I don't know where Cheddar is right now, but the update on Cheddar is that he is very happy. Just so you guys know, people ask about him all the time. Aww. I think he, oh, he's sleeping on my dish mat right now, which is, is so annoying because I don't have a dishwasher. So I have to hand wash every dish and put it on the dish mat to dry. And now like everything has cat hair on it. Like it's actually repulsive and, and like so gross, but he's sleeping so cutely right now that like, I can't be mad about it. He's just making himself at home. Oh my God. I'm going to send you a picture of him after. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, who just told a story? You? You did. I was, okay. I started to, um, I went to go read mine and then I had, oh, and then we wanted to talk about women as we always do. Had to go off on a tangent, of course. Um, okay. Yeah. I can go next. I feel like this had to be a tangent episode though. Cause it's been so long. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, I had a feeling we were going to be branching off quite a bit. Yeah. I yeah. prefer that. Um, alrighty. Here we go. I moved state sophomore year of high school. I started dating a guy junior year. I didn't have a lot of friends, so I kind of just assimilated into his large friend group for the rest of high school as much as he'd let me. The first year or so of our relationship was great, but it ended up turning very controlling, toxic, and abusive. Looking back, I have no idea how or why I put up with it, but nonetheless, I did. Fall of my sophomore year of college, about three years later, he basically told me he was over it and wanted to sleep with other people. I took this as my out and we finally broke up for good. It was hard to disconnect our very intertwined lives, but I slowly began to. Spring semester that year, I began talking more frequently to one of the guys from our high school friend group. We'll call him Nick. He was transferring to the college I was at, so we started hanging out more and more. Now, this was probably breaking bro code, seeing as Nick and my ex had been childhood friends, but sometimes it's worth it when you know, you know. Now, my ex did not take this well. He started telling anyone with ears that I had cheated on him with Nick. I mean, everyone. Neighborhood mom started approaching my own mother about it. It got super out of hand. I was being harassed by him and his friends everywhere I turned. College bars, online, my apartment building, hometown bars, literally everywhere. If they had only known how my ex had treated me and the real story, they would have never rallied against me so hard for something that never happened. But there was no changing anyone's mind. Of course, this was hard on Nick and I's relationship as we began to grow up more, but we didn't let it get in the way. I really wasn't too upset because the high school friends had been friends of convenience for me, but I felt bad for Nick who had grown up with them. It took years for the harassment to stop. Nick and I eventually ended up dating and are now 27, happily married, and have built the best life together. Some of the guys who are true friends to Nick have come back into his life and apologized for acting so childish back then, but I have not spoken to any of the girls, which is fine with me. Now, here's the advice part. Oh, sorry. I forgot to say that this is an advice. <laughs> um, recently, at a family gathering, my cousins brought up my ex, and we joked about how horrible of a time that was in my life. My sister was nearby and made a comment insinuating that the story my ex told of me cheating was true. Mm. I was super taken aback. I tried to talk to her about it then, and she was not willing to listen and actually tried to bring up things she had heard over the years to corroborate the cheating story. I dropped it because we were busy, but now weeks later, I can't stop thinking about the fact that she believes the lie. I'm just so frustrated that my ex's story infiltrated everyone, including my own family. I shouldn't care, and I don't, about really anyone else's thought, but this is my sister. She stood beside me at my wedding, fully believing I was marrying a guy I had an affair with, and that just doesn't sit right with me. 
What do you suggest I do? I worry that if I bring it up to her again or defend myself too hard, it makes me look even more guilty. This whole thing is crazy, and I'd really like to move on from a lie told almost eight years ago. But the idea that my sister thinks I'm that type of person is upsetting. Thanks for listening, and I'd love your thoughts. That is so strange. Yeah, I'm dying to know, like, the age gap, because I feel like that plays a little bit into it for some reason. Of her sister and her, you mean? Yeah. I don't okay first of all my original thought is like how how does a rumor like that like get get so far like it's like it's not that exciting you know what I mean it's like it has to be like a a small small town yeah for sure but it's like we all know someone who's like cheated with a friend whatever like and I feel like it dies pretty quickly like they really ran with that shit so that sucks but yeah I don't know why even like if your sister did believe it to like bring it up that much later and then to still believe it at that time I think it is I would probably want to like correct that as well so I don't think it's like crazy for you to bring it up like even though yes that maybe like makes you sound defensive like I mean you could probably do it in a pretty like relaxed way of like I can't believe you you think that I still did that like you know that that's not true right like like that whole thing was ridiculous and like actually really affected me at the time. And it's like annoying me that you think that like, I feel like that's valid. Yeah. I don't think bringing it up makes her look more guilty. I feel like everything she had said to us, she needs to say to her be like, I can't believe like I had you stand by me at my wedding and you thought I was a cheater the whole time. Yeah. And like for her to not say anything before, I don't know. Yeah, um, to go Eight years without knowing that your sister also believes a lie is crazy. When I first read that, I was like, maybe she did cheat. I know. I'm like, <laughs> did she? <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like you don't go to that. Like she, I don't think she would write it if she actually did it, you know? No. And I feel like at that point you're old enough, you're married. Like you hardly talk to anyone from high school anymore at that point. I'd be like, yeah, we, I cheated. We were 20 years old. Okay. So what, you know? Yeah, of course. And it's like, even, yeah, if you did at the time, like you knew that relationship wasn't going to work out, you maybe thought this one would, like whatever. But yeah, I'm thinking of the most devious things. I'm like, oh my god, her sister has feelings for her ex. Her sister is with her ex. I'm like, her mind's really the town gossip just goes really hard, and she just had to believe it. Like it was not good. So yeah, honestly, jealous. I can't stop staring at Nyla's behind Emily, and I can. I know. I'm so sorry. She's being so distracting. She's being so cute. That's how she's being distracting. She's been grooming her paws in such a funny way. She's like upside down grooming her paws, which is funny. She's so cutie. Um, I like recently read. No, I say recently read a book about like girls like in a small town, and they were like the talk of the town, and it just like made me kind of jealous. I'm like, I wish our town was smaller. Would have been the it girls, right? But also, those towns come with a couple other things like racism mm-hmm. misogyny right and like you don't want to be the only topic of conversation I feel like even though actually maybe I do you know? I do right I do okay I have a funny little story Maybe me laugh I love, out loud. I love funny little stories um it's quick though uh oh and and guess what she did start by saying I have a quick little story so oh, okay. perfect I have a quick little story that brought me a lot of laughs and anxiety, and I hope it gives you some giggles as well. I met this boy at the bar the other night through another friend. We hit it off and hung out the whole night. He wanted to walk me home, so obviously I let him. 
We were a few blocks away from my apartment and he had to use the bathroom so bad, but he was playing it off really well. So we stopped into the dive bar that I go to weekly. It's my favorite spot. He runs to the bathroom in the basement of the bar. Mind you, there are four people in the bar. So they come up to me asking what's going on. Is he throwing up, et cetera? He must've like run for people to like ask. No. Yeah. And she said, of course, made friends with them and played darts while we waited for the man to come out of the bathroom. After he did, the bartender comes up to us asking who just shit in the woman's bathroom. It's all over the floor. (laughs) I obviously started dying laughing and the guy goes, not going to lie. I shit in the woman's bathroom, but not on the floor. The bartender proceeded to make us leave the bar and I made fun of him the rest of the night. It's impossible to say if he actually shit on the floor and I'm terrified to go back to my favorite bar now, but it was great for the plot. Oh, he definitely shit on the floor. That man shit on the floor. Gun to my head. I'm alive. I'm I'm staying alive. Of course. I mean, why would the bartender say that? (laughs) Yeah. The bartender think it'd be funny to, to make that part of the story up. Yeah. We had talked about this recently, actually, with our friend group about like shitting on walls and shitting on the floor. It's like, can't be. And by the way, my whole apartment complex can hear me because I can hear them when like there was a baby crying last night, like all the way up there and I can hear it. Involuntary podcast listeners. Love that. Yeah. So they can hear me talk about shitting on the floor. I feel like that's like hard to do. I have never, and I'm not trying to like shame anyone's like shitting habits. Like I've been through my fair share of shit. Um, I just like, don't understand how much force you need for it to happen like that. I feel like I possess the force. I'm not going to act like a dainty, like I possess the force, but I do feel like if you make it to the toilet, like you, it should be able to be contained in there. You know, toilets are pretty large. Yeah. There's a pretty big pot. (laughs) Like. Yeah, but I guess if you just like have to, I mean, he's sprinting, so I, it's like it's happening. So, oh my god, if I if that happened to me, I would be so excited to come home. Like, I think she's in, maybe in college. I don't know. Come home, tell my friends that this guy was with just shit all over the floor. It sounds so fun. I can't. I really can't. Uh, um, sorry, I'm having more flashbacks right now to that weekend we were telling stories. So funny. <laughs> there is like something so funny though about sitting around with your friends and like telling like absolute like horror stories like that. Cause in the Emergency. moment, it's the worst thing you could ever imagine. Yeah. But like looking back, it's so funny. Did we have a podcast after our Charlotte trip or no? No, because I was in July. Oh, yeah. That was, was a great trip. I got COVID yeah. from it though. Yeah, you got what? I got COVID from it. Oh, yeah. Everyone got COVID except for me, Kyle, and Doug, which was weird. And Teresa. Kyle, Kyle definitely had it. Yeah, it was like delayed. Right. Um, no, I good. got back and we had like it was a bender of a weekend. Very fun, but um a lot of drinking. And our flight, our last flight, like our flight home got really delayed. We got home at like 2 a.m. And then the next day I felt like absolute shit. And I was like, I'm just having like a two day hangover. I think I even like posted that. And then I was like, no, I'm like sick, sick. And then anyway, Emma tested for COVID and she was positive. And then I, I, well, I just knew I was positive after she tested. So then I quarantined for like a full, the full time. And it luckily with the timing of Italy, not that like 
I mean, I was well after like the quarantine time, but it was like the time you're still contagious. It's like, not that anyone's even really quarantining anymore, but you know what I mean? They say like stay home for five days yeah, and then wear a mask. And it had been like well over five days, but you're still like possibly contagious up to 10 days, I guess. And I just didn't want to get anyone sick on my trip. Like it was literally, I tested negative like an hour before we were leaving. And it was so, I was so, so stressed out, but cause I was so worried I was going to get someone sick on a trip and then they were going to be sick mid trip anyway. But yeah, my first time having COVID in 2023, so fucking embarrassing. And it's, I mean, it went back around. So luckily, like it wasn't a, a blip. Like there's definitely a, some summer COVID thing going around. Yeah. A lot of people got it. I was only like really sick for like three days, but it was weird. Yeah. Worth it though. Worth our $400 airport Mexican dinner. So. Oh my God. We, you guys, we were so delirious and our plane just, we sat down at, um, what was it called? I want to say tequila mockingbird, but it wasn't. It was something I'm pretty different. sure it was just called like tequila or something. Tequilaria, like I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, anyway, we're sitting at this like Mexican restaurant in the Charlotte Airport, which by the way, the Charlotte Airport is like my hell personally. It was it's awful. It's the worst the worst, the worst airport cool. I've ever been in, like over LAX, over everything. Um and nobody knew how to walk. I mean, to be fair, everyone's flights were getting messed up. Like it was like just a disaster. Yeah, there were a lot of storms. Yeah. So then, oh, I forgot to talk about my flight from Italy getting canceled, but whatever. Um, yes, yeah, so we sat down at this Mexican restaurant. And we were all like so delirious. Obviously, I started crying there, but then I was like, it's completely fine. I'm just sitting here with my friends. And we then- already had a, a late flight. So imagine like drinking all weekend with your high school friends and you're, you have to hang out. We hung out all day Sunday and did nothing except watch the summer. I turned pretty, which honestly it was like the best, like three hours of my life when we watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then after that, we were kind of just like rotting away and our flight kept getting delayed. It was already late as fuck. We just wanted to get home at this point. Yeah. And then we got our check for that Mexican place and it, we had spent so much fucking money that weekend. And obviously it was like over $400. The margaritas were $25 each. And we just started like crying, laughing. Like we couldn't stop laughing. So fucking funny. Cause there were no prices on the menu and everyone knows shit in airports are expensive. And I was like, okay, like this is going to be a little bit, but it's not going to be that much. And we were like, like, yeah, I like shared a meal. Like it shouldn't have been, it was one of our most expensive meals of the whole weekend. It was just like, Oh, it's just so funny. And then it we, got was, so late. we got charged for like sour cream. Mm-hmm. The margaritas were $25 a pop. Like it was so funny. Oh, so funny. And we eventually got like the rest of the flights for the night were canceled, but we got one. Thank God. And then that happened to me on my way home from Italy after traveling for like 24 hours, my flight got canceled. So we took a car home from New York. That's insane. Was that that Uber driver was probably like, sure. Like what the fuck? No, we didn't even, we didn't get an Uber for that reason. Cause we thought they were going to cancel. Hi, baby. Oh, you rented a car? Yes. No, no, we didn't drive. Like we had a driver from like a company. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm was like way too part of my brain. Poor. My brain couldn't even like understand that. No, it's okay. I think, well, insurance covers it. Oh, that's um, good. And I will, no, there was no rental cars available. That was the first option, obviously. Like I was like, well, no, the first option was look at the trains from New York, mm-hmm. no trains, no train tickets available, then rental cars, no rental cars available. 
And then we looked at like Ubers and Uber was a thousand dollars, but there's like a chance that they're going to cancel. We had six people too. So we need an XL. So we ended up getting like a car service and it was expensive obviously, but supposedly insurance covers it. And I didn't pay for it. I was with my parents. So of course. Yeah. So I was happy to get in that car. We left without our bags. It was fucking miserable. But honestly, then once we got in the car, it was like nice to just roll up to my house, you know, right to your house. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to like drive home from the airport and we didn't have bags. We didn't have to unload anything. I just like went right to bed. It was kind of, kind of nice. Yeah. very nice. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think that's all I have to say. Excited to be back. Um, yeah, that's literally yeah. it. I'm so excited. I feel like all throughout the summer, I was like, oh my God, like needing to talk about this in a podcast setting mm-hmm. all the time. Well, I know. And everyone's like so sad that there won't be like stories of us together, but I almost think it could be better in like a different way where we're not like telling the same story, but we're like telling each other things. I think it could be fun. Yeah, it will be you guys. I mean, we've, we've done this once before, but you guys are basically just sitting in on our FaceTime sessions. Yeah, for sure. And we actually can't FaceTime because then we would just have nothing to talk about. So this literally is our FaceTime. This is it. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you guys. We're happy to be back. Hopefully we yes. didn't lose, lose too many of y'all during yeah. our break. So fun um, chatting. Thanks for letting us have the summer off. It was much needed. Yeah. And we hope everyone's had an amazing summer. Like we have. Yeah. Love All you right, guys. Bye so guys. Much. Love you. Bye. Guys.